0: to Weird Awakenings. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the awesome world of crystals and gemstones and fossils and just whatever else we can come up with. Um, You know, both our bodies and crystals have energetic vibrations, so it kind of makes your body naturally receptive to the the vibrations that gemstones have. And uh, that's why they can be so powerful in helping you. And then you add to that, you know, when you start putting your energy into them and your focus and everything, then that even makes it that much more so. Um, You know, I know people that carry certain stones with them wherever they go. And, you know, some that they've got them all around them at all times. I know personally, I have them on my desk at work. I have them on my desk at home. You know, so it's just kind of a part of who they are. Um, So tonight we've got Miss Hadley Thorne with us. And we have Mr. Stephen Hill and we have our friends from over at Wearing the Fault, Tully and Cecil. How's everybody doing tonight? Good. Great. Hey everybody. Beautiful. Good, 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 good. All right. Stones and crystals. What do you think? Do you have them in do you have them in your home?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, my wife has some. And I've got one that you sent me <laughs> <laughs> and
0: that actually has seven different ones and copper in it. So
1: that's nice. <laughs>
0: well, thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank
0: you. Yeah. Thank you. That's, that's my first uh, attempt at uh, healing pyramids. So you guys were my Guinea pigs.
2: Oh, cool. So
0: I'm starting to, you know, I had to start somewhere, so why not? <laughs>
3: If my eyes start bleeding here in a couple of weeks, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, who Bradley tried to eat his? <laughs> Tell him no, 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 it's going to be very painful to back out if he does that. <clears throat> so, um, you know, like I was saying, you know, uh, they've been used since ancient times, the Egyptians, the Aztecs, and others incorporated healing stones into jewelry, cosmetics, they put them in statues, and ambulance, you know. Uh, so, I mean, they've been around for thousands of years. Um, hey, Linda. And, uh, Tully, I think you did some uh, research on the uh, the history of when they started using them, didn't you? Did I put you on the spot? Or did we lose him? Oh, he
2: muted
3: himself. Yeah, uh, I hit my microphone a second ago, and it went off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you see, you cursed yourself. You said yeah. it was going too smoothly.
3: I forget, but, like... If you just barely touch, it, it mutes itself. So I think no. I, I think that's what
0: happened. Gotcha. But
3: yeah, I, I did look into the, sort of the history. I, I was curious of, you know, I guess how and why people. Hey
4: Mark.
3: Hey Mark. Hey Mark. Um, started using crystals to begin with, and apparently, the oldest known use, um, like they found amber, like amulets, from. Allegedly 30,000 years ago. Wow. That supposedly hold, uh, you know, some sort of magical or medicinal property Mm -hmm. that they would have used it for.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I knew that they had been around forever, but, you know, I didn't realize they went back quite that long because, you know, just the records and everything. Uh, Like I said, you know, you see so many different ones and, like, especially like the uh, Egyptian burial jewelry and stuff. You know, uh, a lot of those were because of what they considered their powers and everything.
3: Hey, Luna. Hey, mm-hmm. hey,
4: Luna.
3: And I was just looking at the highlights here. I mean, apparently, even in the Quran, it talks about uh, certain amulets. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, the fourth heaven of the Quran is composed of garnet, oh. which has has significant power to those folks.
0: Yep. Yep.
3: What is that Hindu? I, I can't ever remember. I get those confused.
0: Uh, the Quran is yeah. Islam. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You know, and that's the thing too. Um, I know, um, like I said, you know, and I think everybody that collects and anybody out there, please feel free to let us know what, you know, stones you like and everything. Um, you know, there are certain ones that you're drawn to just because of the energy off of it. I pretty much wear amethyst every day. Um, I keep lapis with me. Uh, it's very helpful for headaches and I've always found that it does tend to help me relax some, you know, when I'm having problems with migraines and everything. Uh, fluorite is something that I've got tons of all around my house because it's just that stone that 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 green and purple energy, so to speak, that it has to it that I'm just drawn to. And um, I know, uh, you know, a lot of uh, times when uh, you're drawn to something, it's because of what it can benefit you. But a lot of times it's just the energy itself, the vibration it gives off.
3: And, you know, what's interesting to me about it is it's not just associated with like one religion. It's literally, you know, all religions at some point have utilized crystals Mm -hmm. um, for their properties. And even in Christianity, um, from what I saw back in the the 1600s was the first, uh, I guess, recollection of the use in the Christian application. There there was a, a guy, and I would butcher his name for sure, but he worked for the king as a physician. And he thought that Basically, the crystals would would do certain things if good angels. It, it it said something to the effect of good or bad angels. So I'm assuming that means angels or demons. That mm-hmm. um, that the, the crystals anyway. would do different things if um, there were good spirits or, or like angels or, or demons, for that matter.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I know uh, back in the Middle Ages, one thing that was really big um, with um, people, uh, you know, and and I would say, you know, a lot of times considering Christians because, you know, of just the the locale and everything. uh, If you gave someone an emerald and the emerald cracked or shattered, it meant that they had been unfaithful. Really? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. But that's how you could, you know, that's how you knew someone was true to you is because, you know, they, uh, that the, the, the emerald was still intact. So, you know, I just thought that was very interesting that, you know, uh, it would do something like that or have that kind of meaning behind it, you know.
1: Landa, do
3: you think that um, the blue quartz and Labrador, is that? <laughs>
1: Labrador,
0: Labrador I-
3: There you go. Do do you think that that um, helps with like lucid dreaming or do you just use it for like to sleep well? We can talk while.
1: (laughs) Uh,
0: And yes, uh, that's, uh, I know Luna had questioned about rubies and uh, we've posted some stuff up there too. Uh, You know, Ruby is also considered a sunstone, Uh, you know, that it uh, harnesses the power. And everything that symbolizes the sun, because it's considered like an inextinguishable flame.
3: Um, well, uh huh.
0: Go ahead.
3: I was just gonna. I was just like to think about it, because there there are. I mean, ruby looks cool, mm-hmm. but there's way cooler looking crystals and stones out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, Why do it- you think they gave like an inherent value to some stones and not the other?
0: I think a lot of it has to do with the rarity because, you know, uh, the, uh, things like rubies, you know, the deep blue sapphires, diamonds and things like that, they're so much more rare than some of the other ones. I mean, I've got uh, like rough emerald and stuff that, you know, it wasn't very expensive, but you're never going to shine it up and put it in a ring either because, you know, it's just, it's, it's not that grade of emerald. But like I said, the the meaning behind it and the properties are the same as if it were that, you know, $50,000, one carat, perfect emerald and everything. So, you know, I think a lot of people think that the shinier it is or the more, you know, rare it is, the, the better it is. And that's not necessarily true. You know, not when you can get something with the same exact properties and much less as far
4: as uh, cost. That's
3: interesting, Lando.
4: let me read what Landa wrote. So people that are listening can hear Um, Landa wrote back that it helps her check on her people as weird as that sounds.
0: And I don't think it necessarily sounds weird, you know, because like I said, you know, it's a tool that you use, you know, with, you know, that, that helps you do that. I mean, so, and uh, there have always been people that have used them for, you know, different things, you know, for, for, Helping travel or like I said, it's more than just healing. You know, there are a lot of metaphysical properties that go in everything.
3: Um you should talk about that, Stephen. <laughs> that that's very interesting. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Luna has written that raw rubies are best are better than cut in her opinion.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Okay i'm so I'm so ignorant when it comes to stuff that i I, I kind of forgot that diamond would fall into that category like mm-hmm. I was like a diamond or nothing like well, that but it really is I, put on- I, lay, I lay credence to it though because as we know, like they knew things that we didn't know in the past yeah. and all these ancient civilizations from the Egyptians to the ancient Greece, the Greeks and mm-hmm. everything like that they all. Darnish yeah. these rubies and jewels and gemstones and stuff. So well, there wasn't to it. Diamonds were basically worthless until
3: that company took over and the monopolized beers. them. Right? Yeah, yeah
2: the beers.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 And, you know, and, and here's the thing, too. And I mean, you know, I know that a lot of times, you know, the the properties and everything for crystals, it's not just the stone itself, but it's the color vibration that comes off of it and everything. But it's, it's I want someone to explain to me not tonight, but at some point, what is the difference between, say, a pink diamond and a piece of morganite that are they look almost identical? Right. Or, you know, I mean, there are so many rare stones well it could be considered diamonds you know but they look just like other stones so it's like okay a brown diamond or smoky
3: quartz well if you mm-hmm. get into just I'll, I'll throw something off the cuff mm-hmm. if you get into the physics and string theory and the belief that the whole universe is vibration which has been proven mm-hmm. um you know, the molecular compositions would be kind of the variance there. Cause if you think mm-hmm. about diamond being the hardest,
0: yeah,
3: um, you know, to me, if you're talking string theory to have the hardest substance on earth, you would have to also have maybe the tattest vibration, just the tattest composition of vibrations mm-hmm. between those atoms. Like it's more dense, you know what I mean? Like maybe right. it can't hold power as well as, you know, the the other stone that you were talking about.
0: And okay, that makes sense. That, mm-hmm. that makes complete sense. Thank
2: you. Yeah. Yeah, and Morgana, what you were talking about there with that, you know, I told you we were talking before the show, and I have the I have the crystals, and you know, where I can see some something inside the crystals. I mean, there is as, they're as clear as glass, and part of it. I mean, you can see through them. Yeah. And with The higher the grade of the diamond, the more clear the diamond is. Yes. The more cloudy the diamond is, that's the lower grade of diamond.
0: Well, you know, uh, my dad... I'm sorry, go ahead, Toby.
3: No, Mark's comment kept popping up. I couldn't read it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say, Mark, that the inherent value of that is more valuable than diamonds because there's
1: a monopoly on diamonds that makes them so expensive. Right. Yeah. And if um, you think about diamonds, they have to be one of the most common ones around too. That's strange, isn't it? Like apparently it's not hard to find diamonds in these mines that they have. Like, No, they, they, they just have, everywhere. they have
3: a grip on, I mean, they have the monopoly on it. They only release so many into circulation.
1: Right. Isn't it amazing how they lay a monetization on one certain thing? Like it could have been anything that they mm-hmm. said was worth this. Like a leaf yeah, yeah. was worth $10,000 or something. Right. Yeah. It, it's,
3: it's the same concept as Bitcoin. Bitcoin was worthless until somebody allowed it to, to be used as currency.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and is asking If anyone's ever had a stone just completely disappear. She had a white onyx that disappeared overnight. Uh, you know, I can remember having stones back over, you know, I mean, I've been collecting them all my life, but I mean, there are things that I know I have that I no longer have.
4: And, you know, yeah. so I think and I'll, of- I'll say this, Landa. Um, I've had jewelry over the years that I've lost stones out of. And my mother told me, and my mom was a rock collector. I mean, she's who got me going to gemstone shows and fossils and all that. Um, she's also the one who would stop if a rock called to her from the side of the road. Mm-hmm. But, um, Um. She told me that when (laughs) it's used up all its energy, that's it'll, you'll lose, it'll lose itself to you. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense.
0: You know, and I agree with you on that. I have had probably four different pieces of amber jewelry and I have lost the stones out of Every one of them. I don't know if it's their used up or that's just not a stone I'm supposed to work with.
4: I mean, well, and I've refound the stones and I just think that they, you know, it's just like, you, you know, periodically, you're supposed to cleanse your, your stones right. and crystals. And I'll a, do that periodically. And I think that when they've recharged, you might refine them. Maybe I,
3: so. I haven't had anything disappear, but I had a, a piece of, like you know, the wishing stones, like you can just rub mm-hmm. on. Oh yeah, I had a piece of, um, I think it was abalone, and I was, I just had it in my hand one day, and it just breaks, like just, oh, wow. out, of, out of nowhere. Like I don't know what it means or whether it just ran out of juice, like you're talking about. But
1: uh, sounds like a bad omen to me.
3: Could have been. <laughs> that was when that was yeah. probably right around the time that COVID started. So maybe yeah. it was just yeah, a negative.
2: Yeah, I, my my dad had. Uh, you're talking about a stone disappearing. My dad, he had found a. I don't know. We we honestly thought it probably would have been a medicine stone because it was completely polished, all the way around. It was about the about the size of the palm of your hand, and he had found that thing, <laughs> and, uh, uh, and that one disappeared, and we have no idea where it went to. And as far as a rock calling out to you, I I know a guy. He uh he he loves to go look for uh, arrowheads, and he was out looking one day, and he had a this is his words. He told me he said the rock called out to me, come over here, and mm-hmm. he, what he found was a Dalton point. What is that? Uh, the Dalton point. That's the one that's fluted on the end. Got gotcha. you. Yeah, and that's the I think the Adena might be a little bit older than than the next one was the Dalton.
3: You know. It, I have a, um, have you ever heard of, Mo- uh, it's either Mokey or moqui marbles?
0: Yes, smoky marbles. Hmm. And I could be totally wrong, but that's how I pronounce
3: it. Yeah, it, I think they come from like Oklahoma, but you talk about some, some with like some really weird energy coming off of them.
2: Um, oh, come- are the ones that look like little skulls? You're supposed
0: no. to have a set.
3: Yeah, there's a male yeah. and a female. A
0: male and a female, and they're magnetic. Just a little bitty pull of magnetism in them. And it's okay.
3: actually illegal. They're, they're, they're only in this one park, apparently. Yes. And it's illegal to take them anymore.
2: Yes. Yeah. I've but seen that.
3: I have a set of those and I promise that if you hold them like one in each hand
2: mm-hmm.
3: and do like a meditation or something, it, it's way crazier than like any, any other kind of meditation or like breathing exercises that you would do. Like it's totally different feel. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Very, very interesting. And I I don't know what the deal is really with them.
0: I had a friend back. It's been many years ago now, but she made me, it was, um, an amethyst necklace and there's like an opaline um, angel stone. That she has hanging from it and then there's a goddess pendant that hangs from it also i have to keep it in a bag if i have it out i either go insanely crazy dreams all over the place traveling or i just can't sleep <laughs> you know i mean it's it's that
1: <laughs> what's up rob
0: <laughs> you know it's it's that it's that disruptive you know, to, to my sleep patterns and everything. Now, if it's, if I want to work with it, I can, but the rest of the time I have to keep it backed. Really? Mm-hmm.
2: That is, that's odd. Yeah. I mean, and, so. and that, that's to me, to me, that's a strange thing. There's so much out there that we don't necessarily have answers for. Mm-hmm.
3: If I ever see another set of Moki marbles, I'll, I'll get as many as I can and send you guys some. they they're absolutely crazy and like you said Morgana I do think they have magnetic properties Mm -hmm. so maybe that has something to do with it but
0: yeah I also uh I don't know if you're familiar with it lodestone you actually need to feed it metal filings to keep the the magnetism and the energy up on it and everything I mean and you drop those little pieces of filings on there and they just zap to it and then over time it's like the 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 metal loses its magnetism and it starts flaking off. And then you put some more on there. Weird. Yeah. That is- yeah. But it's, it's really cool too, because you know, it's just not something you think about. But I remember when I, when I got it, we had a friend uh, that had a shop up in Jackson for, for several years. And uh, that's the only thing she told me. I'm like, oh I need to take this home. She goes, Well, just make sure you feed it. And I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to feed it? She goes metal. And, she had a little bag behind the counter and, you know, she started sprinkling it on there and they just pulled straight to it. It was really cool. So, yeah,
3: there's, there's also,
1: um, cursed stones. Mm I don't know if we want to get into that or not. Um, Before we get into those, um, I do have a question about the healing properties of all these. I'm I'm, like, I said, I'm kind of ignorant to it. uh, My wife's into it a lot, but like what, not no no pun intended. But what if you take like these crystals and things and bust them up and like ingest them? Do they?
0: They actually did that back in the Middle Ages. Okay.
1: It's,
0: some okay. Some stones you can actually. I don't know if you've seen them. You can actually buy bottles now that have a crystal that screws onto the bottom, and there's like um, a, a, a cavity that it goes up into it, so it's surrounded by your drink but it never actually makes contact, but it still gets those vibrations and everything. But there are some stones that are poisonous if you ingest them. Um, malachite being one of them, raw malachite has uh, a certain poisonous to it. So if you were to put that in water and drink it, it would make you ill.
1: Does it mess you up pretty good? Or
0: uh, No, it doesn't make you that kind of <laughs> ill. <laughs> also, what
3: was, um, <laughs> Stephen, what was the, the reference... That um, was in the Bible to the the stones or the oh. crystals and stuff.
2: Yeah, well, with, with that reference there, it's just to uh, it's to uh, believers. Uh, you know, it's what basically the the Lord the Lord is saying. You know, to those who overcome, that God's going to give them the the hidden manna, and will give them give them a white stone, and in the in the stone, there's going you're going to is going to be your new name in heaven. That's crazy. So, yeah.
1: That's cool.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh, t- talking about some of the properties and stuff like that, I- I've got to throw some Bigfoot in here. <laughs> yeah. But I've, I've got some crystals and Bigfoot. I've, I've got a couple of stories with that right there. For me personally, I had found a, uh, I found a crystal back when I was still doing the gifting stop or what I called the gifting stop. I would arrange the rocks. And uh, and I had found a crystal a couple of years ago. And I thought, well, this is this is a pretty nice crystal. And so I brought it down, and I put it on the gifting stuff, and that, that's one of the rocks that never came back. The crystal disappeared. I've never seen it again. Now, Duke, who lives in Montana, in his area, in the area that he likes to go bigfooting in, it's there's, the ground is covered with crystal. And after he'd been at camp, he goes to the same spot every time. Well, he found piles of crystals there. So he talked to Robin, and Robin, who was able to uh, communicate with them, uh, they they told Robin to tell Duke that they left those for him. Wow! Oh, that's that's, that's wild. Yeah. So that's so I, I'm not sure what what exactly what the store deal is with the crystals. Uh, I know there's a little bit, was it called? PZO electric that you get off the crystals. Is, yes. Did I say that right? Yep. So some mm-hmm. somehow there's some connection with Bigfoot and the crystals.
0: I can remember um, back I can see that many years ago, I did uh, a lot of uh, 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 freelance work for a feng shui consultant. Oh, and a uh, very interesting person, very interesting work. But um, she um, was the one who started me putting crystals between me and my computer. Um. And she's like, you know, and this was, you know, 25 years ago that <laughs> she's like, you know, you need a crystal between you and that, that, that computer because of those EMF, you know. And I'm like, OK, no problem. You know, so um, and I've kept them on my computers ever since. You know, every computer I own has got crystals on it or around it or something. Um, So and like I said, you know, um, I know that citrine is a self-cleansing quartz and it will also cleanse your other crystals. Uh, Quartz has cleansing properties. So like I said, you know, it's it's it makes sense to me that if they have cleansing properties that they would absorb that negativity and everything, too. And everything,
1: what kind of crystal can you get to help with the EMF from the monitors? Because I have two, four, six, nine of them in here.
0: I use quartz, you know, I, I use quartz. It's like I said, I'm sitting here now looking at my computer. I've got three sets of quartz and uh, lapis on one, and I've got four sets of quartz on the other one. Those are the just the two right in front of me. You know, I
3: need next to, I need next that. time I come down, Cecil, so I actually ordered uh, an EMF. The <laughs> just because. Can you popping off in this room? Because, <laughs> just, just like Cecil, I also have monitors all over the place.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. And
3: um, you know, I've got all I got a ton of uh, different crystals and rocks and everything in this room. And unless you stick it right to the computer, you're not getting any EMF readings in here.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, and the the pyramids that I sent you all are they're called Oregonite and it's the different crystals and stuff. And then the copper and they're made specifically for EMF. I mean, that's what they're created for. So like I said, the stones that are in there are actually correspond with the different chakras. And then, uh, the copper itself helps absorb that. Well,
3: so, I'm you're grateful. You're
0: yeah. You're very welcome. Um, That's another thing I have, like, 10 of sitting right in front of me or different pyramids with, you know, different stones in them and stuff.
3: What Rob said is pretty interesting about the Bermuda Triangle. But here's the thing, Rob. Rob from out of the blank. Why did the Bermuda Triangle suddenly lose its juice, like, 10 years ago? Like, you haven't heard anything weird going on there in a long time.
4: Maybe
3: maybe it's because (laughs) they started
1: firing CERN off. You know, I
4: knew CERN was gonna be mentioned,
1: and I guarantee Dalai Lama has something to do with it. CERN (laughs) or the Dalai Lama, yeah, it could be one or the other. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But when we jump timelines, maybe this timeline doesn't have a Bermuda triangle, or a Bermuda uh triangle in a different place, (laughs) like whenever we jump timelines. Because, I mean, like if, like Rob said, if the crystals settled at the bottom and and the sediment and everything, it could just settled somewhere else in a different timeline.
0: Or, you know, maybe it's there's so much more or, yeah, the salinity's gone down so much that it's washed out all of that excess magnetism, too.
3: What if there's some kind of sunken tech from um, Atlantis? Mm
4: -hmm. Well,
1: at least the Tartarian Empire, you know, there is sunken tech Uh all over the world from that. Yeah.
4: Well, if the poles shifted, maybe it moved. That's true. Uh It might be out of a pathway.
3: All roads lead back to search. (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, I, will, I will send you something I
0: have CERN <laughs> on the calendar For first part of next year So <laughs> I, I think you might need to research
3: Cecil, brought, The reason Cecil brought up The Dalai Lama is because He <laughs> dropped some, some truth bombs Earlier this week About all this sure. crazy stuff Concerning the Dalai Lama
1: <laughs> Really It's mainly made up <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, you know that's something
1: (laughs) actually actually out of all the people in the world he's the one that seems to have the least heat on him. there's still some stories out there but
2: Mm
1: -hmm. you know
0: well you know (laughs) i'm gonna be the odd person out and say not everybody is is corpulently evil
1: i don't think so either there's probably two or three of them that's not Totally. There are there
0: are two or three of us just for <laughs> the record. <laughs> All right. So, okay, back before we got on, Tully, we were talking about fossils. Yeah. And whether they had properties. And they actually do. Um
1: I don't believe in fossils. Well, <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> like, not in the sense that they're millions of years old, anyway.
0: Okay, so what about uh, petrified wood?
1: Not in the sense that they're millions of years old. Like, I, I think there's fossils out there, but, you know, like, maybe 10, 15, 20, yeah. 30,000 years old, something
2: like yeah. that. Yeah, my, my parents have some fossilized wood. I've, I've got some. It's, it's in the same box that I can't find.
4: <laughs> Crystals. <laughs> well... My uncle um, was a forester, and he'd gotten my mother a huge, huge, like, trunk of petrified wood mm-hmm. that was at her house, and I never could find anyone that would move it from there to here, but, she, I mean, she complained about that mm-hmm. until, probably until she her dying day, but she really wanted that back, but yeah. um, I've got a ton of rocks and stuff that she collected over the years, but that was one of the things that he had given her, but... I don't know. Petrified there's wood a, exists, Cecil.
2: <laughs> a,
1: well, I know a it exists. Because there's a there's a lot of it in Wyoming. It's called the Devil's Tower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, petrified tree trunk for sure.
0: Yep. Well, I know uh, I've got a piece of uh, fossil fossilized uh, sponge that um, I actually got from the Petrified Forest in Flora, Mississippi, Cecil. You know what? <laughs> I'm
1: talking <laughs> like <laughs> I stores and stuff.
3: I don't know if you can see that or not. Yes, I can. So this is a piece of petrified coral Mm -hmm. that I dug out of my yard. Really? Yeah. So it's just the way that, like, everything's really clay here. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of clay. And every time they, like, make an area like this, you know, they're taking a lot of the topsoil to where you're down to kind of the next layer already.
2: Mm -hmm. Right.
3: And that's not the only one I found, but like you would find rocks and you would see all these little like bugs and animals and stuff in the rocks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very neat stuff. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, uh, something that, you know, people do need to be careful of is a lot of times you'll go into a store or something and they will say, oh, we've got this stone. Is there are a lot of fake stones out there. Mm-hmm. And for example, a lot of times you'll see stuff in amber. If you see a whole scorpion in amber, 10 to 1, it is not real. Because you know, you find bits and pieces of bugs in in amber.
3: If you're but, gonna I would say if you're gonna get something like that, you're better off going to like an oddities dealer because their their integrity and name is on the line when they're providing fossils. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and the same thing with a lot of uh, crystals and stones is you know if you go to someone who that's all they deal in, you're more apt to get somebody who you know is dealing up frankly yeah.
3: don't order your crystals off Wish.
0: <laughs> no, do not.
2: <laughs> so, They're made in lab.
0: You know, well, you know, sometimes it's not even that. I mean, I can make you a there's a lot uh, of fakes acrylic one if you'd like. Pick your stone. I'll make you an acrylic one. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think a lot of the stuff that, that comes super hey, cheap from overseas Laura. and stuff is just hey, acrylics. Hey Laura.
0: That's uh recently I was looking at uh this it was like a 13-14 inch quartz crystal point. It was as clear as glass and it was like four dollars. And I'm like, nice. Yeah, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> and you can Most stones, not all stones, but most stones when you're holding them, if you don't feel anything else, they're going to be a little bit cooler to the touch, you know, uh, like I said, because it's just the makeup of stones. Uh, Now, that's not to say that if there's not a heat vibration on there that you're not going to feel warmth and everything, but just the feeling of the stone itself tend to be more cool than like the surrounding area and everything. Cause I know I can pick one up. Like uh, if we go to the flea market and somebody has stones, that's what I'll usually do is pick them up and feel if they're cool or if they're, you know, picking up the heat of the day. I mean, of course if they're sitting out in the sun, they will, but you know, just yeah. if they're sitting in a booth, they're generally going to be a little bit cooler.
3: Uh, I guess the, the, the main thing is just to find somebody who you, you feels like, is reliable. Yes. Like for me, I usually, like you said, either a shop dedicated to that where mm-hmm. their integrity and their business is on the line. If it is fake. yep yeah. You're more likely, unless you go dig it yourself. There are oh, places yeah. where you can do that too.
0: You can, but be careful because I have funny off the wall story. But the first time my husband and son and I went to Arkansas strictly to dig for crystals it was awesome. You know, we're digging along, we're finding crystals and everything. And um, my son kept picking up this one green stone. And I'm like, I'm not sure what that is. But if you hit it hard enough, it would break in half. Yeah, it was a cow pasture and they were seeding the pasture. And that was semi disintegrated cow crap.
1: I've got a horrible story that's very similar to that that I'll tell you guys off camera because it's pretty embarrassing to me.
0: Okay, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, you know, like I said, I mean, I would. I have
1: told you before.
0: In hindsight, you know, we should have found a cave or something where they were doing because there are tons of places in Arkansas to go dig for crystals or diamonds. Um, yeah, we we've, we've got we've
2: got crystals and fossils all over the mostly seashells that I found, but I've got I've got some spots. I mean, just a couple miles from my house mm-hmm. that I can go pick up seashells right now.
0: Right, exactly. So there are plenty mm-hmm. of reputable people out there. This was our first time, so I really didn't do a lot of research. I just said, ooh, that's within driving distance of where we're going to be. So let's There's
3: still, There's still, I think, one state park that will allow you to dig for crystals.
2: Yeah, it's in Murfreesboro. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh,
3: well,
2: then, it's about, then it's there's about there's... 40. It's about 35 miles from my house.
3: Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
2: That's yeah. really cool.
0: Okay, field trip to Stevens.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there was also, what, it, what
3: was our, it wasn't crystals. I think I was telling Morgana, you, and Hadley about it. Um, A place in Virginia where they have fairy stones.
2: Oh, like the fairy crosses and stuff?
3: Yeah, and you can go... I think it's a park, too, but you can actually go and dig for these fairy stones. I'm sure there's pictures of it, but I know we've been having problems with pictures. Mm -hmm. But if you look up fairy stones, Virginia, it'll probably show what they look like. And those are supposed to have uh, magical properties as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think the fairy crosses may actually be in North Carolina. I think. Uh, Oh, got you. Okay. Sorry about that.
0: Oh, no, no, It's all good. You know, uh, there's also, uh, up in Michigan and, uh, I never thought about it. My husband used to go to this place called Petoskey. It's in the upper peninsula. And, Um. uh, We uh, started working with a girl that was from up there, and she found out that Mm -hmm. you know I collected some stones. Hey, David, do you have any Petoskey stones? And I'm like, I don't even—I've never heard of that. And it's actually like a fossilized stone, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, It's some kind of fossilized coral, I'm pretty sure. But um, so I asked my husband about it. He's like, Well, hell, that stuff's everywhere. I just assumed it was just (laughs) a. And I'm like, Well, next time you go up there, get me one. I don't think it's been back since. So, you know, that's, of course, the way it goes. But like I said, you know, things that people, you know, um, really don't think much about because they just see them every day, all day, you know, and then somebody else comes along and there's a little bit more to it than that.
3: So do you think that that stones and crystals have a memory? Like, like, I'll, I'll throw an example out. People who go to the um, the Bell Witch cave, oh, if yeah. they if they take a stone from that cave, there's been people from all over the world send stones back to the owner of that farm because they take a stone from the cave and they're just tormented afterwards. Really? Yeah,
2: that, that Bell Witch story is crazy.
4: That, um, um, there's another place. There's like a mountain somewhere yeah, out west it, that there's.
2: It's in Australia.
4: No, no, this is like in California or Arizona, or New Mexico, like out west. That if you take a stone from it, it gives you bad luck and they have to send them back. Yeah. There's like also, they tell people not to take them.
3: I forget what the name of this aboriginal mountain is in Australia, but there's, it, it's like, you would know it immediately if you saw the picture. But they warned, they actually warn people not to do it. And I forget how many hundreds of stones they get back every you know, month from tourists. Well,
4: crystals record things, and oh, that's what, Luna's um,
3: got it. It was Virginia.
4: Okay, okay, cool. Thanks, Luna. Um Crystals record things. So, like, if you have crystals, everything that you that you experience while you have that crystal is recorded, and that's one like people can read them. Which that's one of the th- big big things about the crystal skulls. Mm-hmm. Um not a big crystal skull person but i do know that's one of the things that they'll do one of the ladies that i've studied with she has a a crystal skull it's not one of the crystal skulls but it is a crystal skull right Mm -hmm. um but he'll he'll talk to her and tell her things so when it comes through the
1: skull
3: hang on (laughs) we can't we can't just brush over that so they're communicating through the crystals (laughs)
2: Yeah, you know, so <laughs> I do not talk to crystals,
3: though. No. Yeah, but the, wasn't
2: well, the original crystal skull they talk
0: to you because that's how they get to
2: you? Well, wasn't wasn't the original crystal skull that was found is found in South America, I believe. That was the story on it. Mm-hmm. And the woman who's the curator, of the I don't know if it's Einstein or whatever the crystal skull's name is. I think she actually keeps it in a closet or something, doesn't she?
0: right
4: it's
2: not something that's kept out right <clears throat>
4: yes yeah. yeah well i can't think of what Duane calls her but um whenever we've had a class she'll bring in and he'll talk to some people really I well i wish i could remember his name but I, I, it's been a while and i've been asleep. that would
3: be very interesting uh, I, be I don't i think i would probably be pretty freaked out oh yeah, yeah. I, I would That
2: does count.
3: I mean, that's the equivalent of like a shrunken head talking to you or something.
2: Yeah.
4: (laughs) Well, it's not like a real skull (laughs) stuff. I I know what you mean, but still. (laughs) But I mean, it's it's just like a conduit, I guess, maybe for. I think what she said to me, it's from Peru and it's like a Peruvian shaman that communicates to to her through it.
1: Wow.
3: Okay. Would you rather talk to. A Peruvian shaman through a crystal skull, or a shrunken head of like some random villager.
1: <laughs> shrunken head for me, for sure.
4: For, I don't know. Mm. Well, you know, I, I've told you the story about my um bumblebee Jasper skull, hadn't I? No. I know. I sent you a picture of you. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen it. I just I don't remember the story if you told me.
4: Well, I went to this store. It, it's was it's a local store to me. They were closing down, and they were selling a bunch of stuff like seventy percent off. Or I never could have afforded to buy this on a whim. I walked in, and I had every intention of getting me a um, amethyst cascade geode. You know those big ones that they're cut open and just hey for my. display. So I had every intention of getting one of those, and I knew I had a, a point in my mind that I was going to spend. And I go in there, and they just didn't speak to me. But there was this bumblebee, jasper skull. And I was like, that's kind of cool. I left, and it just kept popping in my head. And that never happens to me. I'm not that kind of shopper. And so I called when I got home, and I said, I can't stop thinking about that skull. Do you still have it? And they did. And I said, well, okay, well, I'm going to come back. um, Like two days later, that's when their last day was. And I was, I was like, I told myself, if he's still there, I'm gonna get him. And the whole time and usually like I mean, y'all know I don't leave my house. I'm not one that likes to go out much. And and I went back and he was still there and I told myself on the way, okay, well, if you see somebody, you know it's a sign you need to get it. I saw two people I know. I came home with that skull and it's it just spoke to me. I, mean, I don't know how else to say it, but Isn't I knew that, that I had to come home with me.
3: Isn't the bumblebee jasper one of the rarest?
4: Yes, like I, I, and feel like I got you yes, at a criminally low price.
3: Because when was, Morgana was talking earlier about like you know the price of rubies and diamonds and stuff versus gemstones, the bumblebee jasper actually popped into my mind because I'm pretty sure that's like at toward the top of how the most expensive crystals and. And stuff that you can get. Wow.
4: It's yeah. I, I, when I say I got it at a criminally low price, y'all. I mean, I got it like seventy percent off. Mm-hmm. And well, I've got a picture of it somewhere. Oh, if I send it to y'all, will you put it up?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, like I said that that was one of those things that. You're supposed
4: to, you know, you were supposed to have. I mean, oh, I, I knew it. I, yeah. I mean, like I said, he just he kept popping up in my head, and mm-hmm. I mean, and I mean this in a like I visually saw it, mm-hmm. you know, like like a photograph. It just mm. kept popping into my head, and I was like, that I'm supposed to have this, mm-hmm. but um, but do I really want to spend that much money? Because it still cost a pretty penny. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. Well, that's um. I uh. We have a gem and mineral show down here. I'm on the Mississippi Gulf coast every year. And I go every year, you know, I mean, it's just, it's my one thing that I'm not going to miss. I don't care how bad I feel or whatever I'm going to it. And, um, every year, but one that I have gone, I've won a door prize, Mm. but I was over there one year and there was this crystal quartz cluster. That was probably nine, 10 inches wide. And probably about well long and about four inches wide that was peak and it was um a, a, a hematite a, a light layering of hematite on it well I picked it up and it had a price on it and I'm like yeah that's more than I want to spend and I turned it over and there was a second price tag on it for $25 <laughs> And the guy walked over, he says, so do you like that? I said, well, I'm confused. And I showed him the price on one side and I flipped it over and he goes, well, in good conscience, I can't charge you the higher price. And I'm That's like, awesome. okay, I'll take it. <laughs> you know, I mean, so like I said, the ones that you're supposed to have are going to find their way to hmm. and, and like I said, I, I don't foresee ever getting rid of that piece because it is one of the most calming pieces I've ever owned.
1: So, you say that you guys say that they have a way of finding you mm-hmm. i like to go back to where totally was getting ready to go earlier with the curse stones like you know like the hope diamond and i was gonna
0: say yeah the hope diamond's gonna be the most that the, like, or
1: whatever yeah. do you think that those have a way of finding you too and what would make those what makes one stone inherently more evil than like those stones that cure you basically
0: well, I was thinking like Hadley was talking earlier, it's that uh, that memory, you know, that, that they absorb in everything. And I find that from just what I've looked at and everything, like with the Hope Diamond, only a certain class of people are ever going to have that stone.
3: Yeah.
0: You know, so is it, you know, that it's being, you know, Physically moved to people because you know they have the money to do it and that they are never really supposed to have it. Um, does it have to do with the way that they found it? You know, well, because
3: the, I, the only like people it, touching the Hope Diamond are lizard people.
2: So,
0: is <laughs> <laughs> that like Smithsonian? I've seen it, uh-huh. yep, it's, it's been there for several days. Long I wonder
1: why they don't lock that up with everything else like that we're not allowed to see.
0: Um, well, you know, and I think you notice since it's been in the Smithsonian, though, there doesn't seem to be anything else attached to it. It's the people who actually physically owned it. So maybe it was never meant to be owned by an individual or the individuals that had it.
1: How long has it been in the Smithsonian? Oh, I don't
0: know. Should it have
1: happened to been around 2012, 2010? <laughs> because, I mean... It- <laughs> It seems to be owned by, doesn't the United States of America owned the Smithsonian? I
0: 1958.
1: Mean, oh, never mind, then. <laughs> well, I mean, it's been a steady decline since then, has it? Yeah, it's been
0: there since 58. So, maybe, obviously, nobody wanted to keep it at that point.
3: Maybe it's like one of those trees fall in the woods scenarios to where it has to have somebody wearing it or something. Maybe so. Oh,
0: yeah, that's
4: am i sharing him uh-huh yes Yep. yeah so the bumblebee jasper is actually a combination of volcanic material anadrite hematite sulfur arsenic etc um anyway it's beautiful and his so name is the professor and i love him very much
2: so that,
3: that's on the the do not lick list
4: yes yeah so. I, I, I wash my hands after i touch him yep and i've got this other thing i've got um you
1: can almost see eyes in it that was this weird.
4: this is a ram's horn i don't know am i still sharing yeah. yeah and it's got a gemstone on it and it's got ayahuasca which y'all know i'm obsessed with ayahuasca mm-hmm. but it's got an ayahuasca like vine on it
2: wow
3: Well, we need to use that. (laughs) For
2: sure. (laughs) If that's a ram's horn, then you need to, next time you go out to the woods by yourself, you need to go out there and you need to blow the ram's horn. See what happens.
4: It's not that kind of ram's horn. Oh. But yeah, it's great. I got some really good stuff when that stuff was on sale. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of times
0: that's when you have to do it because some stuff is just so out of reach. You know, when, uh, uh, new Vibrations closed. I got several things that I would have never been able to get before. I, shi- I don't Adam. know
3: a lot about Malachite.
0: Uh, Malachite is the green stone, it. isn't it? Ma'am?
4: It's the green stone, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. It has like the black striations and stuff to I it. it to yeah. like. It's pretty common, isn't it? Uh-huh. It is. It's
0: beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love I love it. Um and, like I said, it's one of those things I have two or three pieces of. Uh, it yes, does. Very unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it is it is a feminine stone, considered a feminine stone. Uh, so, you know, they used to use it a lot uh, with uh, women in labor because it was supposed to help, you know, with um, labor paints.
3: Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yep.
3: I could see it helping with money, Linda.
0: Mhm. Right, like, with
1: it being green, you know, green stones tend to kind of uh, have that energy a lot of times. I need to tell of that. Uh-huh. You
3: know, you, you talking about crystals finding you has me wondering because most of the crystals and stuff that I have are like these dark quartz crystals and stuff.
4: <laughs> well, I think that like it, the energy that you're supposed to have will find its way to you. Like what you need, or what you're lacking, or what you need clarification on.
3: I showed this earlier, but probably the coolest thing that I own, in my opinion, is this very soft sandstone orb. Mm-hmm. That looks cool. like looks like Jupiter.
2: Mm-hmm. So, do you know the history on that? Where, um, where it, it was came? Found? It came from Arizona. Was it was it found in like in a riverbed or something? I'm not honestly. I don't know that much
3: you about it um it was i mean obviously they had it on one of those polishers like they would put the the gem orbs on mm-hmm. um but it was just so unique i can't remember how much i paid for it because it's been probably seven or eight years ago yeah but i remember it was not cheap do you think um, that's
1: what they use to take fake pictures of the outer space with could be <laughs>
2: It came from Hollywood.
1: <laughs>
0: uh land of green stones don't help me either, but yeah. Supposedly greens the the muddy color. <laughs>
2: but, yeah. With, yeah, without right there, I've I've only found one stone that's almost perfectly round and uh but it I don't know.
3: Yeah, didn't, oh didn't
2: find any others in the area that matched it.
3: I probably should have mentioned this earlier. Um you were talking about Like your mom had, like, always collecting stones when they're out
2: or when she's out.
3: So every time I'm out on the river, I always uh, come back with a backpack full of rocks and stuff.
4: Oh, yeah. This is something y'all should talk about with Tracy sometime because in part of her class, and I didn't get to go to this part of it. So I'm, I need to retake the class, but, um, in the shamanism stuff you go and you journey and you communicate with plants and rocks and minerals so i would just um maybe put that on your list the stuff to talk with about her (laughs) or talk to her about um there's probably a reason there like with the feathers yeah
3: just like some some of the rocks just i i don't know that i would say they call to me but i think they look really cool and uh I grab them just to bring them back because mm-hmm. sometimes it'll be stuff like like you know that saying that like right angles don't exist in nature and stuff like that. <laughs> I'll find rocks that, that look like they've just been carved.
4: Mm-hmm. And, Have you uh, ever found a hagstone?
3: I don't know what that is.
4: Um a hagstone is like a rock that has been worn down to where it has a circle within it. Like a hole? Yeah.
3: Yes, I have found a couple of those.
4: Those, you're if you look through them, you're supposed to be able to see through like the fairy and stuff that you're not able to see with your naked eye.
3: I'll have to go really? dig it out. I'll show you. I'll, I'll send you guys a picture of it. You need to make okay. some
4: glasses
1: out of that.
3: Man.
4: Yeah, I just posted something <laughs> on one of the groups, which I don't know you're on not on Facebook, but it was about the hagstones because I refer to them in um one of my books, and somebody had said that their husband and them found one out camping in Arkansas last weekend.
3: This is going to sound morbid, but I'll also come back with bones Mm -hmm. whenever we go out on the river.
4: I always ask my friends at Hunt to keep their bones for me because you might have a use for them. Mm -hmm. I would love to make some some bone runes, Mm -hmm. you know, or some um, antler runes. Oh, yeah. You're going to love this. My 10-year-old granddaughter.
0: Uh, my, my they have a friend who uh, makes um, witch bottles, and she usually has stones, herbs, and some kind of bone in them. So she now only wants chicken to eat that has bones in them, so she can take Mary the bones when she's done.
3: That's funny. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, because so, you're like, okay, why do you all of a sudden want chicken with bones? <laughs> you know,
3: so you i you take bones
0: to Mary. I'm like, okay, I've
3: never dedicated much time to chakra work. Laura, I, I don't know if any of the other folks have.
0: Um, you know, I, I think that the ones that people use for alignment are fine, but I use what feels right regardless of what the purpose it originally is supposed to be for. Um, like I said, you know, it, I think everybody has a general all-purpose stone that they use. Mine would be amethyst. You know, if, if nothing else feels right, I can usually go with amethyst and be good. But um, I think that some people, that's what they use them for and it works for them. I think it's its like most things, it comes down to intent.
4: So that's just my mm-hmm. two cents worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Laura, send me that information. Laura said that she has a friend that's got a shop. I think she's in Texas. So if you could just um, oh, yeah. send me that information, well, Absolutely. I'll be happy to post about her price, her um, shop too.
3: Um, yeah, anytime I'm out, like like canoeing or something if i see like just a random bone i always pick like grab it like to me that's the same thing as like finding feathers and stuff mm-hmm.
2: okay
0: how many feathers have you found the last several weeks
1: a few mm-hmm.
2: I found one yeah. white
1: one uh-huh. more than i expected <laughs> found the that's, that's
2: right.
3: why that's why we need we have to have tracy on at least like once a quarter if she can do. yeah
0: it. yeah absolutely I need to send her the list, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, like I said, you know, I I think that, you know, everybody's got things that, that call to them, but, uh, it's when you start really, um, becoming aware that you start using them more, you know, for your own benefit and everything, you know, if I did not have crystals and stones all around me at all times, I don't know that I would function well because I've even got a pair and it's funny because, um, this was a non-Christian non, non uh, Christian person, non-religious at all, made me a set of prayer beads. And she's like, I felt like you needed those. And they stay on my desk. And when I'm aggravated, I can pick them up and rub up and down them. And it calms <laughs> me down. You know, it may be that they're long enough. I could probably get them around someone's neck if I needed to. <laughs> But I like to think it's the stones that are doing it.
1: Is there a more unholy way of choking somebody out? <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. That's it. So, but you know, so you know, uh, guys, let us know. You know what kind of stones you like. You know what you use them for and everything, because we're about at our time for tonight. So, also,
3: um, any topics that you would like to hear us talk about? Because we're building next year's list
0: Mm -hmm. so yes Yes, we are we're working diligently and i promise next year there will be a cern night
4: season (laughs) three of weird realities begins on halloween yes so y'all be prepared Uh, yep yep yep
0: all right well guys we're gonna call that and uh as always let us know what you like what you want to see more of. And until next time, stay weird.